This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Goon Talk. Back again with you guys for another show for another episode of our Arsenal Transfer Show at 8 a.m. every single morning in the UK. And we've got a hell of a lot of news to go through today. In fact, we've got to talk about 17 players. That is how crazy the news is. We don't hold stuff back. We don't wait till the next day so there's more content. We give you all the news that there is in the day and there are 17 players that we need to talk about some are arsenal players of course some are players that we've been linked to and face the possibility of seeing at the emirates maybe next season certainly fingers crossed for quite a few of them or maybe less so for others but we're going to go through each and every single one of them please make sure you drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you're new to keep up to date with all of the arsenal transfer news throughout the rest of the season and of course into the transfer window throughout the european championships we'll still be doing these videos and making sure that you guys are kept up to date with all of the latest information as per it goes through. So let's kick off the show uh, by first of all going through our initial story, uh, which obviously links a lot to what we talked about yesterday regarding Eduardo Camavinga. Now, if you haven't um, already checked it out, yesterday we did a uh, we did a tactical breakdown on the French midfielder. Uh, so you can go and check that out on the channel. We've got expert insight from Jeremy Smith. So if you've not listened to that and really find out about what this guy is, what he thinks about the possibility of it happening, et cetera, et cetera, getting all the information on that, make sure you check it out. But the main kind of information that came out yesterday in addition to that was Arsenal's transfer list. And the players in which Arsenal are open to selling. And specifically, these six names were there. Bert Leno, Hector Bellerin, Lucas Torreira, Matteo Genduzzi, Ainsley Maitland-Niles and Saya Kalasinac are all going to be made available for transfer, supposedly, according to Football London and Chris Wheatley. And what I thought would be good is if we went through each kind of player and look at the players that we're now being linked to in those positions to be their replacements, effectively. And there's a hell of a lot that we do need to go through. So starting off, I believe, with Hector Bellerin. Of course, Bellerin himself has been at the club for a long time and we've kind of known for a while that he is going to be probably on the way out um, this summer. 
He hasn't played particularly well in the games that he's been called upon. Very few good performances. And the likes of Cedric and Chambers have probably outshone him for most of the time. And he's also one of those players that you'd expect us to kind of get the most money for from the players that we're looking to sell because he's still in his prime. He's still got a couple of years left on his contract. And you'd think that there'll be decent enough clubs going in for him that maybe it would drive the price up a bit. So you're looking at 20 million plus, which is not a bad figure considering the player that he probably is right now and how much he's worth and the season that he's had. And I'd definitely <clears throat> be looking to take that if possible. Looking at the two players then that Arsenal are being touted to be following, the first one, of course, you know quite a bit about in Emerson. We've spoken about him on the channel before. Real Betis, Brazilian right back. And then Max Ahrens, who, of course, is an England youth international um, and has been playing at Norwich for a while now and, of course, has played in the Premier League already uh, last season in which they were then relegated and he's helped them get back in the championship uh, from the <clears throat> from the championship rather this season. I'm so sorry. I'm going to... <laughs> it's ridiculous. And you have those mornings where you just can't speak. <clears throat> so when you've got Max Ahrens and Emerson, you're looking at two very kind of different players. You've got Ahrens, who's obviously a very much more technical player, smaller, quicker, nippier. And you've got Emerson that's a lot more physical. My view is that Emerson is the better choice. I think it would be a cheaper choice, weirdly, because he's got a situation with Barcelona as well. So it's going to be intriguing as to which one Arsenal, if either, they go for. But my court would definitely be in kind of the more uh, Emerson picture. Let's get some of your comments in the chat box and go through as many of your thoughts and feelings around these two. Uh, Harish says, uh, Emerson uh, or Ben White? Uh, I personally go with White, Premier League proven. I mean, White, I look at more of a centre-back than a right-back. Um, I know he's played there because of Lamptey's injury, but I don't. I never really thought of Ben White as a, as a right-back, so I'm not sure. And I think Emerson's a much, much better player um, than, one ben, than what Ben White is. Uh, actually, when you look at someone like Emerson, who has played... In, in obviously La Liga and done very well there and is very highly rated. And you look at someone like Ben White and he's obviously been to Leeds prior and and where is he going to develop and what's he going to get better? Is he going to make that step up? I look at Emerson as the more physical, natural fit and think he's the right choice. Emerson is 22, Matt, so there's plenty more experience and development still to do. Um, and it would be a very kind of a shoot sign in regards to sell-on value. Said says that he thinks he would go with Aaron's for this one. Uh, this is not Alex, says that he would raid Norwich for Buendia and Aaron's. So there you go. Uh, Mitchell says, according to my mates, uh, he's pretty much nailed on the sign for Everton regarding Aaron's. I, the latest kind of thing I heard was that Everton had actually called their interest on Aaron's, um, interestingly. So that's only been the last 24 hours or so that Everton had kind of called their interest on on Aaron's. They are looking for a right-back Everton because, of course, Seamus Coleman's coming towards the end of his time and they haven't really got anyone as backup. Only Ben Godfrey can play an unorthodox cover in that position but I heard that they called their interest on Aaron's, actually. Um, Manu says that Aaron's has got that English tax as well, but it does mean that he counts as a homegrown player. Uh, Lee Tony Morris would like to see Matty Cash from Aston Villa brought in, and this is not Alex says, I still think that Lamptey would be a good choice for the summer. Let's move on to our next group of players, Maitland-Niles, Torreira and Gendouzi. Now, I do include Maitland-Niles in the fullback area because this guy is determined to be a midfielder and so we'll treat him 
as such, alongside Lucas Torreira and Matteo Ganduzzi. Make the Niles. I think we've we've mismanaged this situation. We should have accepted the bid last summer from Wolves. He should have gone to Wolves. He would have got a decent sized fee. And we could have maybe even reinvested in it last summer to bring in more cover, maybe even at somewhere like left back and been able to move on some other players. We've, we've handled that situation really badly. Uh, and that's on us. Lucas Torreira, we know his value has absolutely tanked because of the whole situation with his interviews, with his obviously his mother passing away, leading to the fact that he wants to return to South America, or ideally for him with Boca Juniors. And interestingly, if you didn't see uh, Edinson Cavani signed a new deal with Manchester United for another year yesterday, that does have an impact on Lucas Torreira's future because Boca Juniors themselves were looking at Edinson Cavani and, of course, Lucas Torreira as another option. But they can only really afford to pay the wages of one of those two players. They can only really afford to do that for very few. I mean, they've done with Carlos Tevez for a while now, um, but they would have only been able to afford one of the two in terms of wages, be it a loan or a very, very cheap permanent deal. Well, I don't imagine it would be the second one. I imagine it would be a loan deal if it's going to happen. But because Edinson Cavani did sign that deal with Manchester United, it does open up the route for Lucas Torreira to move to Boca Juniors and be their kind of high-paid value player in the team. It would likely be a loan for a single season, which means that he would return to Arsenal with just a year left on his contract, and maybe with a sizable fee still attached to him, maybe Arsenal could do something with him then. But I see it as a very unlikely outcome that he moves to Boca Juniors on a permanent basis. That would be very surprising. He may still move somewhere else permanently. There are clubs in Europe that are still interested in him on a permanent basis, but... He wants to go back to South America. That's the issue with him. Matteo Genduzzi is the next one. Of course, if you tuned in for our podcast yesterday evening, I was joined by Mike and Adam and, of course, Chris, who is a huge fan of French football and a huge fan of Matteo Genduzzi. And he used some very um, forceful language to describe what he would do to the person that decided to sell Genduzzi. Uh, I have a, a different kind of feeling around Genduzzi, as you guys know. I, I would personally want to move him on. I think that we could get a decent fee for him. But... He have an issue at the moment with the fact that he's come back to Arsenal with a broken metatarsal, I believe, um, which is a fair few weeks at least, maybe even verging on months out. And that could make it very difficult to try and sell Genduzi this summer, which means that we go into a season where he has just one year left on his contract and you could end up losing him for absolutely nothing the following summer. So the injury could not have happened at a worse time for him. He's already back in London, I believe. Um, so, yeah, not the best situation for us. In regards to the midfield targets that we are looking at, of course, the first one, as we know about really, if this is true or not, is, is up in the air still. We need some more concrete kind of news to come out regarding it. But Kamavinga is obviously one. We, If you want to hear more about him, of course, as I said already, we did a tactical breakdown on him yesterday. So make sure you check out that video. The other one is Ives Basuma of, uh, of Brighton. Some more news about him, actually, is that apparently he would be more open to an Arsenal move because he's still been in contact with the likes of Pepe and Gabriel, who, of course, he knows from his time at Lille um, from two years ago. He joined in 2018, um, so the summer of 2018. And we're just approaching the summer of 2021. So apparently that link means that he is in contact with those guys and is, is good friends with those guys. So maybe that helps with the move. But in regards to an actual fee or a bid going in, we are yet to see that take place at the moment, which is frustrating because I'd like Arsenal to get their business done quite quickly. You look at Leicester being so proactive with Samare from Lille themselves. 
Why can't Arsenal be doing that right now and be pushing for that type of deal? We'll have to wait and see. Finally, is the latest player to see Arsenal link. Now, this is an exclusive from 90 Min, so feel free to take it with a grain of salt. But uh, Denis Sakaria of Borussia Mönchengladbach is the next player to be linked to Arsenal, Swiss international midfielder. And he is going to be the focus of today's tactical breakdown. I've already got the expert insight lined up from an official Swiss scout, who, of course, is also the head researcher for Switzerland on Football Manager. So he knows his stuff on Swiss football. So make sure you tune in this evening uh, for that one. We've got the Let's Talk Arsenal show at five o'clock and then a little bit later on in the evening, probably around eight o'clock-ish time, we'll be sending out the tactical breakdown on Dennis Zakaria. So if you want to find out all about the Swiss midfielder and the Borussia Mönchengladbach man, make sure you're subscribed and turn those notifications on so you do not miss it. Let's move on to... Oh, there you go. So that's what we're going to be covering the, this evening. So let's get your thoughts quickly on these guys. Uh, Mark Williams says, Genduzi has a bad attitude, which countless managers have mentioned. So reason for showing him the door. Josh says, I firmly believe Genduzi will sort out a move in January and go for free at the end of the season. It's a very likely thing that would enable him to get quite a decent financial package uh, towards him. Ansgar says, I don't want Zakaria. Get a Premier League player in Neves or Basuma. Keep it simple. Manu Clerk says, sell the three of them. I'd keep Genduzi if not for his contract. Schoolboy value management from the board. So we are forced to sell. Uh, this is not Alex says, these Camavinga rumours to Arsenal feel like it's football manager. Uh, Prudvi says, uh, it's hard to get Camavinga as Madrid and Bayern was trying for him. So Basuma is easier to get for us. And I am happy with that choice. Uh, Matt G says, Agent Pepe and Agent Gabriel, make it happen, fellas, for Genduzi. Ansgar says, why keep Genduzi? Uh, why, sorry, sell Genduzi and keep Elneny? I think the club are probably looking at it as Elneny's attitude is excellent. He's happy to be a, a guy in the squad that wants to be, and is happy to be kind of depth and a squad player and a utility player, and he's been okay this season. He's not been great, but he's just been kind of there and available when we need him. And Genduzi's issues behind the scenes, I think, have led the club to make a decision on him fairly quickly so that's going to be an interesting one uh so hill says tom any chance you're going to be going for the scouting job at arsenal i mean guys feel free to tweet them um i did raise my hands on twitter if you saw and uh put it out there you can find us at the guna talk tv and if they want me they might get a fair few hungarians from red bull salzburg but other than that i mean you know it's all, all cards are open to this. Uh, you never know. They're headhunting, so it could happen. Um, let's move on to the next story, uh, which is Burned Leno of the players that have been linked with a move away from Arsenal. Um, and, of course, Leno is a player that now makes the club look a little bit stupid for getting rid of Emi Martinez um, last summer. The fact that they wanted to keep this guy and they said that Martinez wouldn't be able to get the minutes because he's our number one, and now we're going to go and sell this guy does seem. But the fact he's been placed on the transfer list supposedly and made available for transfer this summer is a real kind of kick in the teeth to a lot of the fan base that wanted to see Emi Martinez stay and keep that number one place. I, like many of you, would have rather it have been Martinez. I understand why they had to sell him and there was no one coming in for Leno, but it does look very, very silly now. Let's have a look at the players that Arsenal are being linked to in that area. Then the first of all, as you already know about, is Andre Onana. This is a bit of a tricky situation because he has got a doping ban but there is an appeal for that process in June it wasn't an intentional thing it was completely accidental according to uh, the reasoning he's provided that he actually took some of his other halves medicine thinking that it was going to help him when he was ill and it contained a bad substance 
I mean, that's a crazy kind of story, but, you know, could be true. Um, but he's a very capable goalkeeper, and I do plan on doing a tactical breakdown should these links kind of intensify a bit more and I'm able to get some expert insight on him for you. And the next player is Unai Simon um, of Athletic Club in Bilbao, Spain. Um, he, of course, is a Spanish international. You've probably seen this link crop up a few times on your social timelines recently, but I would be very surprised if this happened. Unai Simon is a very committed player to Athletic Club. He signed a new deal very recently in 2020 for a five-year deal, in fact, and he actually said that he wanted and he was happy to retire in Bilbao with Athletic Club. So it would surprise me greatly if this was ever to materialise. It would cost us a significant figure. He was so committed to Athletic Club that he signed without there being a release clause in his contract. And we know that Athletic Club, from their time of dealing with the likes of Kepa Alivariza Balaga, Emmerich Laporte, um, Inigo Martinez, uh, so not Inigo Martinez, uh, Javi Martinez, that's the one, um, they, they basically, if you want their players, they're going to sell them to you at the buyout clause, which is exceptionally high. So when Unai Simon doesn't have one, that makes it arguably even trickier to negotiate a deal with Athletic Club. So it's I can't see that one happening, to be honest. It would be very, very difficult for the player situation and for the club situation as well. Uh, so let's see what you guys are saying in the chat box regarding our goalkeeping situation. Wes Lee says, is Onana any better than Leno? Hopefully that's something that we can find out when we do that tactical breakdown on him. Iga says, what about Ariola? Has been good for Fulham. Of course, he's spent this season on loan from PSG. Maybe he is someone that Arsenal will look at. I think it's actually not a bad shout whatsoever. He has been very good for them. Maybe he's someone that Arsenal will take a look at. Omar says, Tom, what do you think of the academy keeper, Arthur Okonkwo? Is he good enough? He is a youth goalkeeper. He has a lot of development still to do. I think that when you look at what he's done for the youth team, why we went out and got another third choice keeper in Runnison, either that's a criticism to Okonkwo. I don't think it should be. I think it's a mistake. I don't know why we did that. I think that Okonkwo could have been. We've also got Hein that's there. We've got other keepers that are coming through as well. A Conquo, though, I don't really understand why Renison was brought in when he was there. I look at that as another bit, another mistake that the club has ultimately made. Um, but I don't think he's going to be ready. I don't think he's ready yet to come through and be Arsenal's number one or arguably even their number two. But give him some minutes maybe in the League Cup next season and see how he gets on. But a long, long way off uh, from doing that. Matt Alexander says, what about Castiles from Wolfsburg? Um, Belgian goalkeeper. Don't know too much about him beyond that. Um, if we get linked to him, we'll do some more research into him. Um, Devesh says the keeper that I personally want to see Arsenal go for, which is Nick Pope. Um, that's that's who I want. I think he's a really good keeper. I think he was an imposing character. I think he adds... We, we talk about physicality, but for a keeper, we've had some historically pretty tiny keepers. You look at Matt Ryan this season, David Ospina. <laughs> I'd like to see a really kind of towering keeper in the Arsenal net. Even Leno's not massive and even when he is he can't seem to stop his arms from flapping about trying to save a trying to save a goal so nick pope i think is a really really good option philip cruzden says that as well cruzden sorry says that as well um so maybe you guys are uh, interested in him there's questions maybe how he is with his distribution maybe that comes into it um and we've heard nothing regarding Wojciech chesney in quite a while so i'm assuming that one is also pretty dead um 
Let's go on to Sayad Kalasinac. Of course, the Bosnian midfielder has spent the latter half of this season on loan at Schalke, who are now relegated for the first time in whether their history or just a very long time from the Bundesliga, with, of course, Mustafi being there too. He's not coming back to us. He's going to have to find a club in the summer because it was only a six-month deal with Schalke, but Kalasinac is coming back. He'll have one year left on his deal, and we've got to find a place for him, hopefully in another club, hopefully for a little fee. Schalke are apparently still keen on taking him. He wants to stay in Schalke. He loves the place and would be fine with going there. But the issue is, is that his massive, massive wages that he has are a huge problem. He's on over just around and over £100,000 per week, which is impossible for Schalke to try and use, especially in the second tier of the German leagues. So I can't see that materialising without significant help from Arsenal's point of view. So I imagine it will be more so a different club that comes in for him, but I can't see him stay and it makes absolutely no sense. He's an awful left back for us. He's been terrible. <laughs> it really has. Maybe I'm being harsh, but I just think he's, he's just nowhere near Arsenal quality whatsoever. So the players that, of course, Arsenal have been linked with this in the area, there's a few of them, but we've highlighted two. The first one is the Marseille left back, Jordan Amavi. This deal looks like it's, it's really not going to happen. We were linked to this guy in January. His contract is expiring, but he also looks to be on the verge of signing a new deal uh, with Marseille. So this deal is going to happen, of course, formerly of Aston Villa, has played in the Premier League prior to this season, has done quite well um, at Marseille, despite their own struggles. He is not a massively consistent player, but he's done okay with them. I wouldn't have gone for him personally. I don't think he was the right option whatsoever. And I would have gone for this guy. Instead, um, Ryan Bertrand, who of course is over 30 now, playing at Southampton, but his contract is expiring at the end of the season. And Ralph Hassenhüttl came out the other day and said that he doesn't know whether or not he's played or he's going to be playing his last few games for Southampton this season so it's still very up in the air about his future I think it makes complete sense for Arsenal to go out and offer him a contract um his Premier League experience he's he's very he's good <laughs> he's good for what he's what he's worth and what he's at and to provide us cover for Kieran Tierney and we need to spend money in other areas of the pitch for me that makes complete sense um, last bit of news of the day regarding our two young centre-backs. Well, Mavropanos is 23, if you want to describe that as young for a footballer these days. Um, but William Saliba and Dinos Mavropanos, both of them, the latest information that we have on these two is that they're both going to be integrated into the first team set up for pre-season and then a decision will be made as to what is going to happen, mainly with the Greek defender. There is more of a... What's the word I want to use? There's more of a kind of assurance, I suppose, that Saliba is certainly going to be involved in the first team next season. He's going to be integrated. He's going to be given time. He's going to be given minutes. He's going to be playing. That is what a lot of people want to see. And it looks like that's the path that Arsenal are going to be taking. On Mavropanos, the future is less clear. Stuttgart and Sven Mislintat in particular are pushing exceptionally hard to try and get a deal done for him to extend the loan deal. Not a permanent deal, but to extend the loan deal. If that was going to happen, in my view, Arsenal need to work on an extension of his contract before we send him out on loan to protect that value and make sure that if he does really, really well next season at Stuttgart, we can either bring him back and put him into the fold or we can sell him for a very sizable fee. But we have to protect ourselves with this and not be naive in the situation whatsoever. Let's see what you guys are saying in the chat box. Uh, Sai says Mavropanos is injury prone. I'm concerned about him. Uh, Prudvi says, I want both to stay and Arteta to give them a chance. Uh, Abdullah says, man like Tom, uh, would you take Chelsea winning the Champions League this year if it meant Arsenal got top four next season? 
or now. Uh, Abdallah, to be honest, I don't focus on what other people are doing. I just focus on what Arsenal are doing. As long as we're getting where we need to be, I don't really care what goes on elsewhere, unless it's Spurs winning the league or anything for that matter. Um, but Arsenal just need to focus on it. I hate those types of questions. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to scoot by it. <laughs> I'm just going to run around it. Uh, Yonick says, Saliba doesn't want to play for Mikel. I can feel it. Uh, we'll have to wait and see if he comes back and plays very differently to how he's been speaking about the club, that's for sure. Uh, Classy Football says, would keep Mavro for the treble charge um, next season. Very, very ambitious. Uh, Divesh says he would rather see Mavro Panos playing over holding, but Mitchell says that he's too slow, which is an interesting one. I don't think he's actually that slow. If you've watched him for Stuttgart, he's, he's not got too bad recovery pace whatsoever. So I'm not sure that he's slow in, in any shape or form. Peter Arnold says, sell Mavro Panos. We have enough centre-backs already. It's an interesting thing to say because Chambers has got one year left on his deal. And if he's gone, David Luiz is gone. Socrates is gone. Mustafi is already gone. That leaves us on the right-hand side with Holding and Saliba. Uh, that's it. Um, Chambers, of course, has a year left, um, but that's not a lot. Uh, and you think about it, you've got Gabriel and Marie on the other side. I don't think that we have as many as you think, Peter. And we certainly don't have the experienced option is is now Marie. He would be our most experienced, along with holding, our most experienced centre-backs, which does concern me a bit. I mean, you look across the league, the top teams usually have a pretty experienced player in those positions. Um, so the fact that Arsenal don't is a little bit of a concern, I think, also. Uh, Jashar says Saliba still qualifies as an under-21 and Dinos is not durable enough in the Prem, so Saliba all day long. This is not Alex's chambers should get us a decent fee. Ansgar says Mavropanos is faster, one of the fastest centre-backs in the Bundesliga, he feels. Vinny Eagle says, uh, Vinny, good old Vinny, says chambers need to be signed up. Our contract management is appalling. I agree with you. I think we should give him a two-year maybe extension on this one just to protect his value. And if we want to sell him, we can then sell him. And I think he's done well in, since coming back. He's given us some decent performances. But he's nothing more than me, for than a utility player, than a cover for us this season. I believe that that is pretty much it in regards to the news. It is indeed. So thank you so much. For tuning in today, we'll be back this afternoon. There's, there's the possibility there could be four shows today. I don't know if I'm going to be doing a preview for the Chelsea game. I probably should. Let me know in the chat box and in the comment section if you think I should. But it could be a case of doing a show at four, a show at five, and a show at eight later on. There is definitely going to be a show at five o'clock. Let's talk Arsenal. I'm going to be joined by Lee Judges to talk about all of the latest chaos in regards to Arsenal. So that should be fun. Make sure you tune in with me and Lee at 5 p.m. UK time. And then at 8 p.m., 8, half 8, 9 o'clock time, it's going to be a tactical breakdown on Dennis Zakaria, who has been now linked to Arsenal. So make sure you tune in for all of those shows and make sure you drop a like on the video to appreciate the content that keeps dropping for you every single day at 8 a.m., which you can find us as always. You can find me on Twitter at the Talk TV and at Tom Canton Media. But other than that, it's been a pleasure to speak to you guys as always. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90-plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18-plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.